Hey, listen, we've all had a very good weekend here. Let's be real. When's the last <laughs> time? When's the last time that Chelsea win, Spurs win, Liverpool win, Atlanta win? And Jack, I, anything happen with Georgia Tech? You got I anything? Give, I don't give a fuck about three of those teams you just said. <laughs> yeah, we won two dollars. Hey, we won it's, it's three out of four. Okay, we haven't <laughs> we, don't, we haven't played football yet, but our volleyball team beat Penn State, who was eight in the number eight. There it is. There's a win. Let's go. From Stone Mountain, Georgia, all around Atlanta, and somewhere still out in Moose Country, alive Moose Country. though, where we scored four in the four oh four. Good day. Uh, I, I, I give that one. A, I'll give that one a four out of four. Yeah, you're, you're four out of four. Thank you. It is the Five Takes Podcast, and we are back. Are we? Are we back? Are we back? It feels like we. It feels like we might be back. Okay, so everybody hit me with your your initial overreaction. We're winning MLS Cup kind of take on what we uh, have witnessed over the past two weeks. Go bombs ahead, over Atlanta. Okay. Sorry. Best I can yeah, do. that should have been, a, to be clear, Bombs Over Baghdad should have been our goal song. Um, the from the beginning? The whole time. Or any the plethora yes. of other music offerings from the city. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, Greg. It did not need to be Zombie Nation. Stop, stop playing Gary Glitter. Stop playing Zombie Nation. Just... <laughs> Pump us full of the outcast. That is what Please. we want. That we is we are laying for. it out yes. for them. We you, just did. You have you, you have a plethora. You could go Goody Mob. You could go Gucci Mane. Yeah. You could go Ti. Um, my God, the list goes on and on. Uh, and and we want to do this bland stuff. It was wonderful to hear last night. Um, Four times. How, who else wants to overreact? To- <laughs> At three, Jack, what do you what do you think? At, at three, we're winning MLS at, Cup, right? At, at three, I think my dad. But at three, I think my dad texted me, "What are our MLS Cup odds?" I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> we're hitting it's up crazy. Vegas all, already. Uh, Jennifer's three. closer to Vegas right now than any of us, I think, uh, miles wise. Up in uh, uh, Montana, somewhere in Montana, I believe you're at. Yeah, yes, live Missoula, Montana, Missoula, Montana, as one does. Yeah, where sure. they film Yellowstone, but that's not actually where Yellowstone happened. Okay. All right. No, um, most of Yellowstone actually shot in, I want to say it's like California, actually. Well, we're we are happy that you're alive and that you, you survived your um Moosing your country. breakdown on the on the side of the road uh with no light and 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 no hope, but many moose and oh. and somehow you, you made it out all right. Two hours um, later there was a tow truck. It was pretty awesome. How did you watch the game last night? Or were you at? Are there bars in Montana? Oh, is there, soccer there, a there thing are, up there? Is there is there a pub? Is there a proper? There is. There's a pub here called the Thomas Mar Bar. Or is um, it just a projector out in a field? A bunch of moose running around. Oh, like what are we talking rude about? Here? At this point, wow. Oh, God, no. This is rude. They, they, show them, they show them at the VFW. It's there's a VFW bar called Flippers, and uh, they have the Apple TV. It's of course, that's Flippers. what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like attached to the VFW, yeah. um, and then there's like a like an Irish pub that is kind of like the oh. football. Like they show all the football batches, and they have like some Rose City, blah blah blah. So when I came up here for the first summer in, I think it was like 2021, I've hung a footy mob scarf up there, and uh, I've declared nice. it my soccer. So bar. it's 
So it's the Missoula Moose versus the Billings Beavers. Yes? <laughs> More like Grizz Cats, but, you know, that, that works. Hey, yeah. I'm just happy that I could alliterate on some sort of... I was impressive. You know, the alliteration. Hey, I'm, I'm just, pretty good. I'm just happy that we look competent again. Like you this know, team, I mean, ooh. Parky said it best. Did you see his tweet last night? No. What, it, what, what was and, it? And in Parky, we trust. Atlanta United is fun to watch again. Our captain, our forever captain, uh, said this shit. If if you want a barometer, right? That's it. He doesn't talk, talk out of his. You know, he's not he a. Really doesn't. He's not a gut check, kind of hip check. Yeah, no. No, he's, no, he's not he, a hot take guy. But no. I, I, well, I feel sh- that. I feel that to my core. It had the shake, the shack icy hot beam as well. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> I think I think one of the most important things about last night, like for instance, you know, there were two thousand seats, not people necessarily, because I know that not everybody went, but there were two thousand seats that had been purchased by four seven nine and my my union brothers and sisters that that were able to attend the game. And that was huge. That was well, so awesome. awesome that that was the match. I mean, the 404 match with the kits Man, and the, and the halftime the show. Right match wow. Go to. I mean, everything incredible. was just clicking. Goody mob. So here's, at right. So and, here's what's so important uh, about the win because there's been a, a good bit of. Oh God, I hate to even use this type of word, but sort of a drop off in the fair weather fans attending. Like if you kind of mm, even lot, even yeah, last yeah. night's game. Yeah, Jack knows what I mean. If you look out or just like, at the field level, hold on. Casuals, you look at you're, kind you're of casual. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that's yeah. what I mean. Fair yeah. weather doesn't sound that's that's far more offensive than I mean it to be. But the casual fans have have dropped off a lot, and yeah. you you know you look at the field level just from the from the yeah. from the TV viewership, and I see a lot of empty seats even on the lower the lower seating mm-hmm. areas when there used to be zero. It didn't matter the day of the week, time of the year, weather, nothing. Beyonce right. there or wherever, it doesn't matter. And you know, absolutely filled to capacity, sold out of you know felt like it was sold out every match, even on a Wednesday. So there's been a lot of that, and you can't really blame them. You know, and I'm hoping that last night for maybe people who were attending maybe just by happenstance, went to the game, saw the killing, had a had the goody mob <laughs> experience and the and the they really kind of felt the environment come alive. The killing the and maybe you haven't bill. yeah, yeah, that's something that we haven't had there in a little while. Yeah, and I'm really hoping it brings a lot you, of people. Right? Yeah, and I hope that that people maybe that went last night tell haven't friends. been in a while. Yeah, and they tell their friends and their friends, and then they're like, you know what? Last week was so fucking awesome. I'm gonna buy tickets for the Miami match or whatever the fuck. And then I <laughs> can't come. do that. Well, well, no. Miami, might, <laughs> it, it might be a, a moot point. Um, Tata has said, because he was asked the question, because Miami won again last night. Shocking. Oh. Messi and Busquets did not start, right. um, but Messi did score. If you haven't seen Messi's goal, it's ridiculous. And yeah. that's pretty I normal. Kind of, I kind of saw that but, coming. Uh, Tata was, Tata was they, they had the game in hand against, against Red Bull before yeah. Messi came in. That was just icing on the cake, and it was some beautiful fucking icing. But he was at, Tata was asked the question, I think by... Mm, can't remember the reporter's name, but he was asked the question. Uh, it was in Spanish, of course. 
can this team win this team, Miami, uh, win without Messi? No. And he said, well, they were, they were winning tonight. They were. And he's emphasized that yes, they're going to have to, because Messi's going to miss three matches because he's being called up to the national team. His call up is right around Atlanta. So we might be one of those. So I'm so sorry for anybody that's already spent $500 on tickets. You might not be seeing him. Um, I I have a theory about how how, uh, Garber scripted that one, if you want to hear it. I'd love to. Oh, I I love conspiracies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so this is is what Garber is sending into the uh, Argentinian Federation right now. So. Yeah, we appreciate you, you know, giving us Messi and bringing all the eyes of the world onto uh, MLS. We 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 appreciate that. Uh, Messi's going to talk to you when he gets up there for this, you know, victory tour that, you know, we're doing. And then Messi gets there and he sits down with the president of the federation and says, "El Jefe, my team in MLS, it's it's really problematic, and you know, I, I need to be there for them so that we can raise the glory of Argentina through our, you know, Argentina South located in Miami." Um, so, you know, we've got a really big match against Atlanta United on the Tuesday where we're playing in Uzbekistan or wherever the heck it is that we are. And, uh, you know, I can come out for a curtain call, you know, maybe five or 10 minutes, but I need to save my legs for, you know, the league match, but Hey, you should play this kid, Tiago Amada, because (laughs) he's the one coming up right behind me. That's gonna, you know, be the next generation and everybody in Argentina should watch him play. And then, Tiago plays for like 80 minutes, Messi plays for 10, and then we have to play them with Messi starting on the 16th. It's going to happen just like that. (laughs) And ain't being right. Um, Sure. By the way, y'all, late introductions. um, We got Kat with us. We got Jennifer back from, well, not back from Moose Country, but with Wi-Fi in Moose Country. Surviving Moose Country. And Jack is here tonight, too. Hey, Jack. all four of us. We I think we'll be we'll get some messy time because uh, they just played Bolivia in Bolivia on the Wednesday it, before. It, it, it so depends. It's not that like, was it's Tata's not, response. He could have just been playing tactics there. And yeah, you know, yeah. based knows. on the scheduling here, at worst he'll sub in. Unless he I think so. It's a Wednesday thing. Almada will have done the same thing, and that man's definitely going to start for us at that Saturday, no matter what, because yep, we have but, to win games. So, but like I keep pointing out. Messi is a novelty as well as being the greatest of all time. That's not my point. My point is, is that he is a novelty. It would be very surprising to me if he doesn't start or not start, at least make an appearance in yeah. every single oh, game, they, he in knows, every single city he knows for the exactly. rest of this season and moving forward. He has Jorge, to. Jorge Mas knows what he's doing there. Like he knows yes. he's got the absolute knows the gold impact. gem of all yes. this. Yeah. You don't do this and not play him. Like and he, had, yeah, give him give him even twenty minutes. Give, that's all give he needs. him a chance. That's all that he needs too. That's I know. I, I I hate to say it, but give him a chance to score against every single team in every single city that isn't Not Miami no, the rest no, of the I, I want him to cry. I want his I want him to cry after I he know. leads the pitch here. I, I want him I, to feel like he's not allowed to play. But happening. if you guys if you guys are going to go if you guys are going to take the position and I mean you Glenn, if you mm. guys are going to take the position that having Messi here is good for football in in its entirety, that he needs to be in every single game in every single city, and he probably needs to score at least one. That doesn't mean they have to win, but he needs to score. 
in every match well, in every he scored city. It. If you want to promote so that he shit scored, and sprinkle scored, the messiness all over the country. He scored and assisted in every I single genuinely game. I, never, I genuinely do not want to hear how loud the crowd will be if he scores in a full Mercedes-Benz. I am petrified by that reality. Yeah. He's going to get a big applause when he comes on because all of us can respect the fact that, like, yes, he's here. Mm-hmm. We love that we're all seeing this regardless of what shirt we're wearing. The upper deck is going to be hot damn pink. Mm-hmm. My my mouth may or may not be full of blood from trying not to scream. Um, <laughs> if that happens, I mean it's. I've been following this guy for a very long time. Um, I will not be wearing a Messi jersey at Atlanta United at four hundred four over everything else, right? Yes. But it's going to be something to to behold if yeah. if that happens. Um, so anyhow, um, moving on before we get into into takes. Um, who do we want to thank? We want to we want to get Mason Mill. Want to thank them right now? Yeah, let's thank like, them. I'm, and then I want to I'm mention like moving something back else. and forth right now because my back hurts. So I definitely need to see if I can make it appear. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention I'm gonna mention something else too. Um, that a, that a, a potential new sponsor for us going forward, but not not right now, but maybe in the future. Um, in addition to Mason Mill, we love Mason Mill. Um, you guys, it, yeah, and in the spirit of well. in the spirit of of treating your body well, yes. And yes. doing the right things. Yes, it's all part of that. But first for Mason Mill, uh, chiropractor. They're great. They're here. They're in Decatur, Georgia, off McConnell Mill Drive with Dr. Cohen, Dr. Sherwood, who's only there occasionally now because she has passed the practice off on to Dr. Cohen, and Dr. Farisi. They uh, are open Tuesdays through Saturdays. They are the best chiropractor in town, but certainly the best one I've ever been to, and I've been going to them for 10 years now. Give them a call at the office, 404-321-0082. Eva or Ashley or Rachel, new person in the office, uh, will usually be on the other end of the line and get you scheduled. Or you can now schedule online. That's exciting. They're making additions, improvements to their practice. And online appointment scheduling is uh, one of those things. So once you are a patient, if you're a new patient, you definitely want to give them a call and speak to them. But if you're a new patient, you can start making your appointments online. That's cool. And also when you go to check in, now, instead of signing, uh, you know, doing things like the pilgrims used to do when they went to their chiropractor, signing in on a clipboard, how archaic and quaint. Now you just uh, scan in with they'll either give you you get your choice. You can have a little like hotel style key card that you kind of just tap on a pad and it scans you in and all your information is there. Um, and then everything ends up on an iPad with the, each respective doctor or uh, they'll give you a little key fob that you can hang off your keychain and you scan into the practice uh, by that way. Um, so that's pretty cool. So anyhow, give them a call 404-321-0082. The other thing that I want to talk about is this company called Enso, and they are not an official sponsor, not yet. Anyhow. And so if you're listening, we would love to have you, but I'm going to shout you out anyhow, because I think it's one of the biggest changes, positive changes I've made to my overall health and, and my diet. So the company is called Enso Greens. They're like one of those greens companies out there, like Athletic Greens or, or what have you, a little scoop of green powder, put it in your shaker bottle, mix it up with whatever you want. And I feel totally, totally different having taken this stuff for like a month. So I don't think it's a gimmick. I think it's real. Um, I sleep better. I wake up better. Digestion is better. It's pretty incredible. And as much as Enso probably doesn't want me sh- saying this, you can really stretch that product out. You don't even need to do a full scoop each day. You can do a half scoop and make it last uh, a bit longer. Um, but they're really, it's a really amazing product and highly recommend everybody uh, check it out. It's actually half the price of Athletic Greens. 
it's much cheaper and it'll make a big impact on on your health. So check them out on the web. I think it's enzosuperfoods.com, I believe. Or you, I'll put my um, my little referral code uh, link in the, the show notes so you'll get like 10% off. So check that out. It's uh, Look them up at uh, ensosuperfoods.com and I'll put the referral link in the show notes. So Enzo, if you're listening, come on board. We'd like to have you so we can... We can add you to the list of sponsors. And one thing that's important to note too, that we would never promote anything that we didn't believe in and that we didn't actually exactly. use. We, use where we, you know, unless, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to, <laughs> when we were first starting this, uh, Chris and I were looking at potential sponsors around town and we both agreed that we don't just want to take a company's money and promote uh, a service or a product just for the sake of promoting a service That's or a product. Right. Yeah, we, we would never actually we would be never clients or customers of it. And right. I, I actually just sent Enzo an email a few days ago just to inquire about him and just say, hey, I just started taking your product like a month ago and it's been a game changer for me and I'd love to spread the gospel. So if they're ever uh, inclined to do so, I would ha- happily have them on and um, promote them further. Anyhow, Check them out. Uh, even though they're not an official sponsor, it is a good product and it'll make a big impact on your health. It's actually cheaper in the long run because you can get rid of a lot of vitamins and supplements that you're taking or energy drinks. Uh, since Dwayne The Rock Johnson did never reach out to us about having ZOA as a sponsored product on the spot. Never did, did we ever anyhow, tag him in any of anything? Constantly. I'm just did on we... his I'm on his feet all the time. Oh. Come on, man. All, all the time. Yeah, you right. and like ten million others. Like no. we we needed to pick. We need to pick a product. That's yes, a but the five more on the local level. We're a very big deal. Yes, we are. We're not a big deal. What was a big deal was the women's World Cup that just concluded a couple of weeks ago, and Jennifer was there I for was the there. whole for the whole experience, which I heard was eh, okay. Um, <laughs> You, before we jump into the the takes, do you want to talk just a little bit about what that was like, where you've seen the women's game get to, like where it's at now from where it was, where it might be going? How was that? So first and foremost, to, to get to go to like a global sporting event like that, it, it's, you know, a lot of us have memories of the Olympics being here, but a lot of us, you know, I think we're young, maybe didn't really know like all the ins and outs didn't have like the like a uniting fandom per se like ooh i'm going to go hang out with the people supporting fencing or you know whatever so it's it's a little different to go to like a single sport global entity thing like this and to be in a place that's like as warm as as warm and welcoming as both australia and new zealand were and that's just you know obviously that's really really cool but you know to feel we were talking about it you know before we hit record to be in a space as a woman who's a sports fan and that's not always the most welcoming of spaces for women and everybody there is cool everybody's coming from you know different very diverse backgrounds but you're all there for one reason and the you know i I think just in terms of around the arenas the fan zones things like that the level of respect that was shown for the people that were there and then how easy it was to talk to people and make friends and you know find common ground and whatnot that was just it was really it was really cool to be a part of that microcosm and, you know, mad props to Australia and New Zealand because they put on a beautiful show. And I know I, you know, if you happen to follow me on, you know, any of my social media feeds, um, I was really 
touched by the acknowledgement of the dual nations hosting the event. It was very prevalent everywhere. Did it feel big? Like when you were in other areas, when you weren't just at a stadium, you were just touring around town at a coffee shop, wherever was the talk of the town soccer. Like, was it, you get in an Uber and the driver's talking to you about it. You go to another store and you just pick up on conversations. Was there a a buzz? Like, was it a, a a world cup? It's not just Women's World Cup, men's World yeah, Cup. Yeah, it was. World it was Cup. like that. It was like that in Atlanta in '96 in the Olympics. Like, it, was, it was like everywhere you looked, everybody everywhere was you talking went, about it. Was every, it like it was that just there? The focus. It was definitely. It was definitely like that in Sydney. Um, it was visibly there in Wellington, but it seemed to be kind of contained to the area by the wharf, going toward where the stadium was, and it wasn't like in the the downtown area so much, even though like that's pretty much what everybody was there for. And, you know, we didn't get to Auckland or any of the other venues in New Zealand. I would imagine uh, the the vibe I got from just listening to people that I met talk and seeing some of the chatter on social media, I think Auckland had a little bit more of that going on. Like there were a lot of bars that were running, you know, local specials, watching matches, which was actually kind of an issue in Australia because um, believe it or not, you couldn't get world cup on broad. You couldn't get the matches on broadcast. It was all pay service oh, through this thing called Opti- Optus or whatever. So if you didn't have a subscription to Optus, you couldn't watch the match. So you had to go to Fan Zone. You had to go to a bar because, you know, regular households, unless it was Australia playing or a match that affected Australia, those they broadcast for free. But like if you wanted to watch anything else, you had to go someplace that wasn't like your hotel room or you know, so, you know, a and we should sport. say the sport isn't that huge over there yet. Soccer is not no. their main thing over there. So no. And, and what you're going to see after Australia's amazing run and you're going to see, they will be in 10 years where the U S was in 2009. That's what, that's, okay. ex- that's what that going that far in the world cup and almost completing the fairy tale is going to do for them. Um, it's going to do that for well, a lot of countries, you know, who went who went on a, improbable runs, African nations. It, it was um, beautiful to see because, as I, as I was saying, like they didn't want to expand to thirty two teams because they didn't want they they were worried they were going to get they a bunch being of thirteen FIFA. nil. Right? Yeah, I'm sorry. FIFA didn't want to expand to thirty two teams because they're worried about thirteen nil blowouts to Thailand. Right? Okay. The Philippines right. won a match. New Zealand won a match. They wouldn't have qualified mm. if they weren't hosting, but they won a match. Like that was pretty. And Haiti was in it. Through. Haiti was in all their matches. I know they didn't win, but they played some good football. They deserved more than they got. And that's Haiti. France deserved to lose to Panama. I was at that chaos. It was amazing. And, you know, when you're in a stadium, you know, three quarters of the way across the world and all the entire stadium is wearing French colors. And by the 75th minute, they're booing every time France touches the ball. It's it's just nuts. <laughs> and, and for me, like you can make a lot of arguments about whether or not, you know, paying women equity, whatever you wanted. And I'm not necessarily, you know, somebody with blinders about something like this, but I don't think you can make the argument in soccer. And I think FIFA does an absolutely lousy, horrific job that hopefully shocking maybe in this next four year cycle, they will get better at leveraging the visibility that this has leveraging the game at a youth level, bringing, you know, using the excitement around this, even at odd hours, people were still talking about it here. Right. And forget, you know, forget Europe, like, you know, Europe, it's exponentially growing because the the women finally have access to all the, you know, big club academies. 
you know, they don't have an NCAA system over there. So all the women coming up, you know, through the ranks now from Europe are primarily coming through, you know, your big boy Premier League, Erdave, Serie A, League uh, Academy programs. That's where these, and they're getting the same level of training. And then what FIFA doesn't do is A, make the women's game accessible on TV so that you can generate ad revenue, case in point, what happened in Australia. And B, they sure as hell didn't make enough merch. Because everywhere we went, people were complaining there wasn't. I mean, like there was you could. You can finally first, buy Julie Erps's kit, right? Super I kit. mean, like after the first two days, one. you couldn't get a USA scarf, you couldn't get a USA hat. They could be had for love or money. They made these really cool split scarves of every match that people that if you didn't get to a match literally at doors open, you didn't get one. They sold out like that, and. You're complaining about, you know, not being, you know, the women not making as much money as the men. You're not giving the women enough revenue generating opportunity. If you built, if you made revenue work, generating opportunity, it. if you, you know, would get a better deal for the women's side of things, you'd get more advertising revenue because you would have more eyes on the sport. So it's not, and you know, in soccer, it's not tennis. They're not playing two sets. They are playing 90 plus. They are playing the same game. There is no difference in the effort being put out on the pitch. And frankly, after watching this cycle, there's very, very little discernible difference in the quality of the sport. Because the game that I watched, Colombia versus Germany, was quite possibly, this past Saturday included, the best soccer match I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um the level of competition across the the world across the game has been risen like yeah. you know it's it's no longer the quote unquote heavyweights of the no. world your usas your germany norway and you know, um that are just going to run riot over everybody no. and it's because of a lot of i don't want to say the game has passed those countries buy but more that other countries have caught up is the system that you were talking about in europe and how these players are developing at an accelerated pace and that's overall a good thing for the game yeah it's a really interesting point that you made about the complaints that people have about um you know women not making enough well clearly the demand for the women's game is there this should be a real eye opener for that you couldn't buy merch because you didn't make enough. It exceeded your expectations. There's clearly a lot more ceiling there to make more money, which is what it's about. It's a business, men or women's side of it. There's money to be made off of off of the women's game now. Well, there I'm was before, at, but certainly now. And I mean, you know, for, forget trying to watch a foreign women's league, right? Forget trying to watch, you know, the women's sure. premier league or whatever. Good luck trying to watch the NWSL here. You know, it's interesting because there's there's been several women-focused sports bars open. There's a couple. There's one up in Seattle called Rough and Tumble. Uh, there's another one in Portland called the Sports Bra. And then we have a little entity going here in Atlanta called the Bra House ATL. And they've been meeting up at uh, Eventide and at 97 Astoria where it's women watching women's sports. Well, it's like good luck. You're sitting at home. You want to watch tough. a women's match. You can't find it on TV. If you can't find it on TV or one of the 87 streaming services that you have, how are you going to grow the game and how are you going to grow advertising revenues for the game? A but lot of them now are on And say, well, we can't Paramount. pay you. Yeah. Paramount's done a pretty good job. I watched uh, Racing Louisville 
uh, come to a play to a draw against Gotham tonight. Racing's kind of my my NWSL uh, side until we get a team. Um, but yeah, it's still like sometimes it's on Twitch. I'm sometimes just it's, it's a Twitter stream. They don't make it. They don't make it easy. And if they don't make it easy, they cannot generate advertising Correct. revenue for it or clicks. If or you whatever. make it easy, if you make it accessible, yeah, for 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 um for uh, sponsors, for ads, for viewers. We want easy. We want accessibility. We want one click. We want it to be on TV. We want, and I will give you money. You will make money off of that. That's what, I mean, to, to make the comparison to, um, you know, when, when Napster was a big thing way back in the day. Right. Yeah. And Apple came in and capitalized on it. I know how we can make money off this. Just make it easy. Just make it easy to get people, you know, give them the content they want one click and you can buy it. If you make the game accessible to people, you're going to make money. Well, I think off Apple of TV has actually, for all the people bitch and moan that we don't have local broadcast, done a pretty good job. Apple TV has made it easy to find the games at least. And yeah, it's all in the least. one same spot and it's mm-hmm. over. It's always, this is the consistent message. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, yeah, these things are, these things are good, but these are the things that I think it will be interesting to see over the next four years. Mm-hmm. what happens with you know development from the u.s women's national team because we're now behind the eight ball instead of being ahead of the curve and you know what the global sport does with the opportunity that they have here agreed all right well that's the report from Dow under via uh way up top canadia up in up in moose country um you, uh, congratulations to you on, on defying death, uh, multiple times over. You were not killed by, uh, an insect in Australia and you yep. survived a vicious moose attack up in Montana. It's, uh, it's impressive. We're happy. This is some overkill in the animal hatred here. I must say this really is just, hey, it's not, it's not our, it's not, you know, the moose's fault that the bulldogs have been beaten on the bees for quite a few years now. Okay. I, I can leave it. My bed's right here. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but where would you go? Hey, look, it's it's been a relatively it was a relatively good good weekend for 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 all of us. Um you know, yeah, the, Jack's for, Jack's like Jack's one more week, man. One, one, more week. one more week and I'll have something week. to talk about. Yeah, but you know, when's the we last time we play on Friday? Oh, When's Friday, the last really? time that all our teams won? It was beautiful. No, it was. Um, I, I, I was. It was great. I and, honestly and, thought, and and I, the Braves, I realized, did not pull it out. But nope. when 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 the Reds when <laughs> when we went down with a red card, and we not only did we go down one nothing very early on, and then we caught a red, I was like, damn. And we're losing to Miggy, and it's like yeah. he had he had one shot off of Allison that very easily like save of the year for Allison and another where he rattled that post to the point where I don't know how there's still paint on it but it was a it was a tough one for me because I always want you know I always want Miggy to do well except when he's playing me or you know I'm sure you guys feel the same but uh yeah I didn't think we were kind of men out of that game with anything let alone a fucking win holy shit uh and I was I had just gotten back to work and was I had about 30 minutes left before we went back on air, just enough time to be able to watch the rest of that game. And I, ca- I was telling Glenn, when we scored, when Darwin scored that second goal, I went out into the studio and did my own slide and it, uh, everybody laughed and it was, it was a, it was a good time. And, and, 
actually, I should I should clarify. Like almost all our teams won. That's essentially a win for Spurs. Like drawing with with the Arsenal. It's what two two to the Arsenal. No, they won. Yeah, no, we didn't, beat Bournemouth two 0 No, they, you played... they beat. No, they played. That was last week. Oh, that was last week. No, wasn't they it? they won. They won against oh, Bournemouth. That's right. That's right. You had Bournemouth. Oh yeah. yes. Which doesn't say much. Wait, who did Arsenal play this past weekend then? Fulham Arsenal, and they no, tied. Arsenal played Arsenal played Fulham and tied. Fulham, that's yes. right. Sorry, I'm mixing up my games. Yeah. No, it was, um, and it was it was good. It was hard right, fought. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was happy with that one too. Yeah, it was pretty that's good. Also, that's I consider that a win for myself. Because so Fulham, Fulham went up, Fulham went up one zero in the first minute. Yeah, it was like right, 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 right literally right. a screw up in the center of the pitch in the right. first minute of the game. And then, and then Chelsea put three past uh, a team that has a stadium connected to townhomes. Yeah, it's their literal. Yeah, and and next and next week will be the first time. A Premier League game has been played in the Luton Towns. I don't know if they've stadium. made the necessary upgrades to host the match. Uh, we'll I don't. Find I'm out. literally not sure if they're able to to play this, this thing there. But clearly, Chelsea is back. Three goals against that. Yeah, we're fine. We have no problems. All right. Anyhow, uh, let's let's move on to the to the game at hand here. Um, you want to just dive into takes or got anything you want to say up front about it, Jack? Jack, what do you got? Uh, well, worst loss in Nashville history. So rivals doing what rivals should do to their rivals, and mm, just eat the yeah. living snot out. Say of Say it them. again. Say it again. Yeah, but slower. I want to hear it. Uh, that's it's not like, my it's job. Like that's the, not my the, job. It's like the it's like the the hyenas in uh, in Lion King. Ooh, say it again. They uh, <laughs> Nashville looked. I I don't I, as okay. Yes, we looked damn good. We looked we did. good. No, but you're right. Did. Nashville did not look tip-top shape. I know what they you're about not. to say, neither, and you're, neither and you're did right. Seattle. Neither did Seattle. We talked about that last week, that we needed to follow it up with. Yeah. And I'm fine with following it up with another team that didn't look good, but we right. didn't one nil. Scrap, scrapping all the opponent stuff, though. Yeah. Sure. The last two games, we have not seen the what the hell are they doing right now part that we saw at least for 10 minutes every match up until... Seattle. There was so much like get the ball, move forward. Get it the was ball, cons- go forward. It was it consistent. Was, yeah. It looked like there was a real plan going on at times where they kind of were shuffling a little bit. It's like, well, okay, this makes sense. There's going to be a little bit of it when a guy showed up on Monday or whatever. In Saba's case, um, yeah. And then man, literally, it's just like I'm going to score the fanciest goal any of you have ever seen. Back heel it right. That in. wasn't Almada scoring from 35 hell. yards out. Um, yeah, yeah. No, no, it, it. Looks so much more co- it looks just cohesive. Like everyone on that yeah. field looks like they know what their job is, it's which been, was not the case beforehand. It's been really nice not to have to think of in these pods or when we're watching the game, sort of clever workaround ways to get around our deficiencies right. in order right. to conjure up goals. Right? Yeah, right. I'm not. Right. I'm not having For to look example, on the bright side of losses. Guys, just get fouled around the box. Let's yeah. just try and earn ourselves a free kick and give was, Almada yeah. a chance somebody, to win yeah, this Yeah, somebody, somebody go down less than right. 30 yards out so Almada right. gets a shot. Yeah. There was a lot of that. Yeah, it's been that and like, all right, when's Lennon open? All right, throw it to Lennon. Maybe he'll cross it in accurately. This feels like a competent football team. Yeah. Well, is it, and is it, it was... me or or did they shift the, like, like, 
with the advent of Tristan Miyamba, like it, after after Tristan came in, I've the line like the the defender it, it, it's moved up about thirty oh, yeah. yards. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, Almada Almada was receiving balls on the other side of the field now, and not <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, not in our own half. Well, yeah. right. If yeah, you have a if you have a competent midfield that you're a little more confident in is not going to cough it up at key moments. And that you're going to have control, you're probably going to feel a little more comfortable yeah. pressing that line up said 30 yards or whatever that, you know, is being a little more aggressive because you're more assured in in your control of the play and the ball at your feet. Like, yeah. yeah, our our passing like matrix, kind of like our network, what it looks like, it it starts 30 yards away from the top of our box, whereas it had been starting in the, box. in the box yeah, yeah yeah it's 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 so much i love that the so team, much farther forward i love that the team posted the heat map after the game and it was mm. just red everywhere except for the four corners who who was Bro. the one that posted tiago's heat map in the shape of a goat who did that <laughs> <laughs> who did that like, maybe, not, that. You're maybe a legend. not yet but i, I love it that. i would I love it. to shout you out whoever That's that is great. uh Please drop us a, a, a line. Three assists and a forced own goal. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Something, Fantastic. something, and I'm going to throw this out to Jack because something that Jack said very early on in the season: the championships yeah. win. Championship teams win the games that they need to win, right? That they're supposed yep. to win. So that being said, you take a slightly compromised Nashville team because they're tired, they're run down from their loss and blah blah blah. Whatever it is, they've Max, got they've got Zimmerman a couple of out. right yeah. exactly. They've got sure. Zimmerman out. You know, maybe got rocked by Messi a week. Yeah, a little bit tired. Before. and we have to capitalize, and we did. And it wasn't Good. a one nil squeak no. by. It no. was an no. absolute it was four nil thrashing. That was the sword. We absolutely dominated. I mean, it was like, I think at halftime, it was 36%. Nashville had 36% possession. And we yeah. actually did something with that possession. That's and we did the difference. same well, thing in Seattle. That is we, the big difference. Yes, it's and we beat a Seattle possession. who was not playing well. And we capitalized. The stats are interesting. I'm going to get into them at like around take three or so. But the, yeah. some of the stats I'm going to throw at you which Jack's probably already um, absorbed. Nope, I haven't, lo- haven't looked at any of them. Uh, okay, they're gonna be Bullshit. they're gonna be a little bit surprising, but it should make you feel really good about okay. where this team is right now. I'll, but my, the, go ahead, go. The best way I can surmise what Cat was throwing at me is I saw a meme. Uh, it was the the Billy Bean Moneyball scene where he's like, "It's the guy. The guy gets on base and said the guy gets in the box." Yeah, and right, kind of that's the idea here now. Like they yeah. were they were systematic intentional yeah. passes going on inside the box and not just floundering to, all right, Caleb exactly. Brooks, you're out wide and free because none of us are free in the box or are even there. Like, No, it wasn't that. It's, it was nuts. The, it's nuts it what was happens exact... when you're in the right position. Correct. Correct. So listening, my question, Miguel Berry. My, oh, bless. My question then to, 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 the, to the audience here is, do we have a midfield? Because I think we have a midfield. Like, it's amazing what one to two players can do for a team. I know Miami is probably the case study for this. I get it. Um, we, that being said, as much as different as, as they look because Not of, wrong. you know, world-class players, I wouldn't say that we have world-class players in, in that we acquired in the window, but we got the right players. It seems. 
for our needs. You know, we look all the way different. We look just as different as Miami does in terms of the football we're playing, but we didn't do it via getting world beaters and the greatest of all time. We just seem to now have done what we should have been doing, arguably, over the past three years, assessing properly our needs via analytics and stats and what have you, and finding value players that fit those specific needs. Right. And I guess that's Garth cooking. Let him keep yeah. cooking. That's Jack, great. I am here for your money ball reference because, my God, <laughs> it's the thing that we have been missing for yeah. the last three analytics. seasons trying to – yes. Yes. Preach. Yes. I get the whole you can't because what were we doing before this? <laughs> we were just going out and just essentially looking for good players. Good players are good players. Like money, but good players sometimes don't work for your team. Like you, we had a chemistry problem. We kept fought, we kept yeah, buying the same kind of player who just couldn't get over the hump here. And they went and they tried getting that player in Barco and they tried getting that player in PT. And then they tried getting that player in Aruju and they tried getting that player in Marcy. And you know what? Apparently you can try to put a square peg in a round hole four different times and it's still not going to go in the hole. Go it is you. not your home. Go in your home. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I'm here All for right, the happy. Calm no down, more happy. Uh, no, it's, it's true. No, it's absolutely so, true. I said last week. It feels good when things start to work and we've been tired of things not working. It's just that simple. And and this is the thing. It didn't cost an an extra DP slot to do it. It wasn't, it was, I I do believe, you know, these moves were calculated. It wasn't, oh, hey, the window's open. What are we going to do? No, we were sitting there, you know, August 1st, like, okay, are we going to actually do something outside of, oh, okay, well, here's the three people that were bringing in here and you know but they they got i think you know much you know look i i will give every i will give him credit for gg i think gg's been a hell of a fit nobody's mm-hmm. denying that mm-hmm. but you know I, but gg in terms of finding like that player i'm not saying like it's hard to find strikers we all know right. this no, no, no. But, but that's an you don't need analytics really to tell you that this team yeah, you're functions like, can better this guy score? with a target need. guy a right. true nine up front we well done looking. on finding that nine but it's a little bit harder and you do need the analytics to find out the more nuanced stuff in midfield what is it exactly that we need to make this we thing We needed click? a box-to-box midfielder. We have needed a box-to-box midfielder since Darlington yes. Nagby absconded mm-hmm. for greener Bingo. whatever pastures, okay? And why it took everybody so long until Garth got here to figure that out, mm. it still makes me have a lot of questions. And thank goodness Garth did get here and brought his fancy analytics squad in because lo and behold, you can identify people with stats that are going to line up to the stats that you're already excelling at. Well, I think that part of the problem is that for four years now, we've been trying and this was when we still had Joseph, we were, we were trying to recreate Miggy. Here's another Moneyball reference. We couldn't replace him because we couldn't afford it and we were never going to find another Miggy. But we were trying to recreate the magic and the chemistry that him and Joseph had. And without Joseph, I'm sorry, without Miggy, Joseph wasn't 100% the same and it also he got injured. So we were trying to recreate what we were never going to find 100% again. Now Joseph's not here. 
we had to move on. We had to finally move on and figure out how does this team function as it is now. And I think that I, I I think that they started focusing on the right thing. Yeah, essentially. I mean, it's it's hard. It's it's the hardest thing to do to identify these. I don't want. I don't know if you want to call them subtle. I use the word nuance a lot, but it's it's difficult to identify what a team needs in the way that what our needs were. You know, this isn't a simple solve how do you create chemistry how do you identify these things well you have to do it through a lot of data through a lot of analytic processing we weren't doing that so hopefully if our success continues which kind of feel like it will we have a potential to make a statement on wednesday against what's surely going to be the supporter shield winners in cincinnati coming to town if we can take care of business in a similar fashion with them Oh boy, we might have something here. And that should show to the club, to the front office, that this works, that this process works, that relying on data and doing it this way works, produces so, results. So let's just at the top rely of the show, Glenn, you were asking for everybody's like super duper hot, happy takes. And I was pretty darn quiet. And I'll tell you what. I keep saying, okay, cool. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Great. You know what? We did this in July. We strung together two really awesome signature wins against Philly and Montreal back to back. May. Oh, May. Way was it back May? In May? I don't remember. It was over the summer. Time yeah. is a flat circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah whatever. Don't ask me what day it is anymore. Um, okay. You know, so we have now strung together two awesome signature wins. Do it again. And then That's do what I'm it saying. again. And yep. then do it again. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about Jen's from the hip, happy, hot take on everything. Okay. That's going to be the fair first enough. question I ask you on, on, on Thursday. Totally fair. From the hip, ha- hot, happy. Wait, what was it? The the hip, hot, hot happy, hippy, hoppy, something hippity, like this. Hoppity, hoppity, hoppity. Something. Okay. What signs are the rabbits in Montana? I'll riff on what Jen said, though. And like, it, it is Cincy. They're going to be good probably no matter what and yeah this will not, be the hardest one so far it'll be hard to where i so i think my my like am i happy with this match relies more on the okay was the consistent effort there the effort the consistency you're talking about which we do need yeah more in the okay how do we play the game and were we just completely did we never as long as we don't get into to a spot where we are totally just mentally just gone like there's at least some real fight there and something that makes sense going on i'll take that Exactly. Just Pineda, show me Pineda, more Pineda's, of this competent Pineda's football. weird substitutions aside, which still are happening. That hasn't gone away or his weird ass subs, but um Well, I didn't I didn't see any weird ass subs that I mean for this match, bringing on Tyler Wolf is fine. We had the game in hand. I didn't see anything weird. What was what was weird about his subs this time for, for you? What were you kind of Honest, uh what, what was the oh there was one. Oh, oh um I would have taken Almada out. It was it was the la- it was the lack of some like I I was like if we're okay. gonna play on Wednesday yeah. and play the best guys fair. like okay fair Zaba yeah once we're healthy, up by three yeah. yeah like if we're up by three just get everyone out get everybody out immediately fair out. enough especially with Almada because he's not the um, walking ten that Messi no he's is. not a walking ten and he played that whole match and he's probably gonna have to play the whole match on Wednesday as well unless we're and then we have Saturday by a lot we got then, a lot of so matches like, yeah. yeah okay um, 
Fair. All right. Yeah. Also, fair. also Saba just not starting. Although some other takes I heard on that was just because, well, and this is what uh, he only had two has training sessions. Like, played the guys. We have had no consistent lineups, so Mosquera is at least what happened last time, and it's something to yeah. quasi build off of. But then my back of my head, I'm like, well, he's never going to start for us again, probably. So <laughs> why bother? Who Mosquera? And much, yeah. yeah. And much, yeah. much to well, probably to, whatever. In his defense, expecting. he has he has been. Everyone looked good on better. Saturday. Everyone looked good on it's, Saturday. It's though, amazing so. what having the right players taking on the the roles that they're best at. Not just oh, I can play this. I can play this position. No, this is my preferred position. Right, what right. that does to everybody else, force yeah. multipliers. Yeah. And I, I think it's I think it's interesting that you brought up you know mascara because I think ultimately you know right Saba's going to start. But I kind of like having a Speedy Gonzalez yes. guy who is actually competent or demonstrably competent at football, which, you know, up until the last three matches, Mosquera hadn't really demonstrated that he was. So right. I can see the wisdom of sticking with, you know, this lineup that's been working, getting some consistency, getting Mosquera some reps so that once Saba is more integrated, he can come off the bench and be like the super stub to, you know, put in the afterburners against tired legs, especially he'll be, with... He'll, he'll be the Tio, he'll be the Tio Vialba sub to just run all over people yep. for the last yep. 15 minutes of matches and just be, just be a lightning bolt for everyone else. Not quite as attractive, <laughs> but that's no, okay. No, I mean, no, the no. hair and the thighs the alone. Oh my God, Tito. He would Lord just, he would just hike up the thighs and I'm just like, <sighs> you know, and I'm just the man's a walking photoshop it's ridiculous um but in talking of players like mascara like um Hosetu, um what i noticed and what a couple people noticed actually um on the on the footy mob thread where uh i post the takes every every uh after every match as well as on my personal thread and on on the on the twitter and instagrams um jill robbins and uh josh kite kind of say the same thing that even Hosetu, Mascara looked decent, looked better. Um, Jill said that uh, uh, Hosetu looked confident, forceful, dare I say, quick, she says. You know, um, she's glad that the Seattle game wasn't an, an aberration. But they all did. Lie. They all did. Like, they look the, better. The vibe, when the vibe is right, it, it affects everybody. Like yeah, that is, it's contagious. That, that is I mean, not look, a thing. Like you have to have been a, have a terrible day to not catch on to that boat. Like, look, Miami was still good last night without Messi. They had the game without him, right? And he right, didn't yeah. step on the field till minute sixty or so. He's obligated time. He has yeah. to appear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's true. It's true. Um. Number two kind of is and bleeds into number one. It's kind of the same thing, really. A lot of these are really similar, but we're just seeing the game quicker, combining really well in the attacking half, tight triangles, quick one, two passing. And like Kristen was saying before, which was so refreshing is an emphasis on progressing the ball towards the goal, right? Like it was really refreshing to see us incredibly direct, both in our buildup play and with counterattacking. not a whole lot of back passing. It's looking for passing options going forward. If it's not there, don't force it fine, but look for it first. And you know we were actively looking for it. You know what I noticed in regard to, to that take? Is we spent a lot of time getting dizzy looking at the front of those 404 kits than we did just staring at the back of them. And that's been a consistent thing (laughs) all season long is, you know, the players playing backwards. And that's not 
what they looked like last night and that's not what they looked like against Seattle. And that was very, very refreshing to see. Cause you know, the more I see that kit with like the full kit with the shorts and the socks and yeah, you no, know, I'm, I'm not hating it as much as I did before. No. And, and winning, I don't, I don't do think that, that for the, you. I don't think that the symbolism was spot on. I think that when it came to the actual design, I think that they could have done better. Like the Atlanta influences, everything being so small on the back collar, not what I was hoping for, but the, the overall look of it, nobody in any other part of the league has a kit that looks like that. So I will say as a 404 kit, I don't hate it. As the Atlanta influences everything inspired kit, if that's not what I would have wanted. Not I, at I, all. I, and I think they missed the mark on the color. Graphically, it could have been implemented and executed a little better. Everything else has been great. Like but the it's documentary they put bad. out. Goody Mob showing up, like everything surrounding this kit launch. You gotta feel like Goody Mob showing up and playing kind of redeems all of this, right? Like, yes, <laughs> oh, yes, oh, yeah, yes. completely, a hundred percent. I mean, totally. the inspiration for our supporters group being there, our namesake. I mean, yep. wow, and like Jennifer and I are going, Well, fuck, <laughs> should have been there, we were there. <laughs> But you with your silly parental obligations and you, uh, I don't know, you're in a witness protection program. You're just moving from country to country, city to city. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, and Jack, I don't know what you were doing. You were volleyball or something. I, I was there, sir. Oh, were you there? Yes. Were you there? Oh, okay, I cool. I didn't, where, where were you? Where were you in the stadium? Uh, I was in the Harris suite for this game. Ooh. Jack's got that Bougie GT mob. money, baby. Okay, all right. He's in, that, in, he's in the bougie mob. Yeah. I took I took in the tactical view because uh, uh, four seven nine bought all the members. Uh, well, two thousand of the members uh, tickets, and they we had us up in the uh, in the upper deck. But it was cool to take in a match and see the entirety of the pitch. It is fun up there. I've I've watched games yeah. from the very top, and I've been lucky enough. Really to enjoyed into, it into the bottom, like on like those those on the grass level. Yeah, and like the, this, it is so much different. Even at the various totally. tiers of just like seeing it from a bird's eye view, and then like quite literally like hearing the ball get passed off a guy's foot, and seeing how quickly those foot, foot movements are when you're like twenty feet away. It is the kind of appreciation you get for watching it is so much different when you're able to get that close. Like you can't really, like even at the closest rows in the main blower bowl, like it's, there is still a major difference from those first 10 rows to being like oh, right, totally. right there. Um, yeah. And then if you want to be a coach, yeah, you go watch from where you were watching last night, which honestly for me, sometimes I like it more up there. Just to be able to just watch it play yeah, it out cool. technically. Yeah. As well. yeah, it was cool. I mean, there's the Benz doesn't have a bad seat. There's, yeah, there's I, I loads would, of good views. Yeah, to take I would in. just like to point out I turned 40 this year, uh, so I will gladly accept the on the field uh, seats as a present. Now it's in December, so you're going to have to plan accordingly. But I so think that wait, 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 wait. So you want to on the field? No stem MLS Cup. Cup. There you go. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes. I yep, yeah. No problem. Yeah, I, I don't in think that. I don't think that that's. That not an overreaction big of a request i just not you know, an overreaction no. let me go back we've to known point. each other so long at this point that i just think that it's it should just come naturally glenn i wonder on i assume we're still on point two how much this point even exists if ani mukhtar puts in his absolute tapping of a goal that he should have put in and if that wildly changes 
the entire vibe of that game because that was because that was that was a classic Atlanta United 2023 mistake right there of the defensive mid passing it to the other team with no one in between them and the goal. That would we have had been a the luck. third time this season. We, like, we, we, we had a couple. We, we had, had a couple luck. of lucky points. That we one had a luck. need that too. Granted, we hit the post twice beforehand, so that, it was also that. Yeah. Um, so it went both and, ways. And but I know that there were a couple. There were a couple a like game that state changes in everything. Seattle. There were right. a couple like that in Seattle. Like there was one by like mm-hmm. that that Yeah, yeah. there's a, there's yeah, a, absolutely a world where we did where we're at zero points here because teams took advantage of our mistakes properly. Yeah. Um. Ani Mukta of our people of all people should not be missing that shot. Yeah, too. that was like, that is, and that, that was a bad miss. miss. It wasn't just like oh, and then Goose came up. He with had some no, crazy he had time. He had time miss. and boatloads of space. That's he could have yeah. done a. He could have done a hezzy move. He could have done. A, he could have done, done a euro step. But at but the same time, I mean, we did. We did overwhelm them. Yes, I mean, not, that's, yeah, that's but number not him three. In we that did. Moment. <laughs> but I'm saying in Nashville, just in general. I mean, yes, we had some luck. But we also overwhelmed them with new attacking options and chances we created. It could have been five, six goals. It could have been one, two for them. And but we, we created enough. And we converted. How about that? Like after the first goal, especially after the the second. I mean, we just we never gave them any time to No, we just piled on. Rest. Respect for Nashville is also like still trying to like score after that. Like yeah. really still trying to I mean, push the envelope. Really That's didn't why we had so much until about the 85th minute. And then they were yeah. like, yeah, we're done. Let's go home. We after the 46. We had both space after the 60th just to just get like Saba was just biting at the bit so hard because he had the 60th after the 46th. I know. Like I, 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 Nashville knows they needed to win games too. It's like, like they had to be doing that. So, but like, that was good to see them like actually like giving that up and like really going for it. But that's also why we had just acres of space in the second half. It's interesting. The the disparities between our two teams, we came in level on points. I don't really hear anybody in Nashville talking about them maybe not making the playoffs, but we talk about that with Atlanta. Who's who's We're level on like, points? We talk about it, or just in general, the fan base. Like people? I get it, some of our play hasn't been great, but we're level on points with Nashville. Not and now we're ahead. I know. Now we're ahead. Well, and, and this is look. This you is know what I'm saying. You got to consider too with yeah. the playoff race tightening, and there's you know nine or ten games left for pretty much every club. Us, Nashville, Montreal, um, mm-hmm. you know, looking at, you know, Columbus and even Orlando and D.C., everybody's worried about the messy effect. And the assumption is somehow or another, they're going to find a way to squeak them into the playoffs, whether they do it on their own or whether they do it with, you know, an assi- you know, a scripted and assist. Guess who plays Miami at. again on Wednesday? Yep. That must-see TV that I'll be re-watching. So we got a game that night, too. I'll be at the Benz for, for us versus Cincy. But, yeah, Nashville-Miami again. You, you, can't, you can't think that that wasn't in the head. And, and I would like to ask a follow-up question um, since, sure. you know, we, I know, since we, 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 we did touch on this. You don't often get to see the two leading MVP candidates share the pitch this late in the season. Ah. So ah. what's your vibe, Hani or Tiago? I think it depends on the last eight games. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think depends I think Tiago's. I think Tiago's going to have to post up a couple goals of his own, and they're going to have to be pretty. He needs uh, to carry on. Pretty yeah. spectacular. Like maybe three. You know, nine nine goals now. isn't enough. For I, him? I would let, let's no, not not versus Hani's twelve. I, if no. we and finish, more. if we finish top four, and we finish above Nashville by a couple places, considering where we were. 
I think you give it to Tiago for, I mean, the impact he's had on the team. And certainly if we make a good run in the playoffs, yeah, I could, I could make a, and especially a really good case for Tiago. Regular season award. It's a regular season award. Yep. And not just for number of goals. Like if Hani gets the golden boot, that's, that's fine. But as far as the importance to a team, ugh, I mean, Nashville fans will say that he's, Honey is clearly very important to, to Nashville. Um, I think it's going to be down to where the teams finish the regular season. If we if we finish top four and above it, I think it, I think it goes to to Tiago. That's no disrespect to to Hani. What he's done is incredible too. We are um, the only team in playoff position right now in the East that's played twenty six games, so we are at a disadvantage across the board here. Yeah, most teams have games in hands on us, so that's something to consider as well. Um, but that should it should drive the team forward. It's like what Tiago said in his post game comments last night we can't be satisfied with this this isn't good enough now we got to go do it again on wednesday against the surprise league leaders uh this year the best team in the league right now i mean that's crazy to say about cincinnati we're, we're level with lafc we're a point ahead <laughs> of lafc <laughs> well, yeah charlotte beat them what in the world? The East Coast is wild this year. The Eastern Conference is tight. We it's would be, better than the I, West. Conti said it. We would be second in the West right now. We, we'd be. We'd be. We're, we would be three points. But we're three points behind St. Louis, who so has played one game fewer than us. It's not bad, but but like Jennifer was saying, we'll cool it for the the hot happity hippity hoppity uh, take until we follow it up yet again with another kind of statement performance and win maybe not another two nil three nil four nil blowout but control it no worries at the end we're not panicking one, like one another on Wednesday would totally do that job for me one 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 yeah would it okay yeah I'd, shows... be, I'd be i'd be okay with that yeah because that that shows we didn't like completely shit the bed for one that's the main thing. That's the main Short thing. That, and, and it shows and it shows that we contended and that we were still able to get something past them I don't think we'll get a clean sheet, but I think the win is is there. If this, if we carry over this performance, if we can just play like we played, I think the win is there for us. We, we have a, play we like, do have play a couple like with Lucho and like with this, Brandon. MLS is MLS is still level enough. You play like this, you can beat basically anybody. So it's true. It's true. On your day, if you're on your day, that's yeah. that's the beauty yeah. of MLS. That's why Kristen loves it so much. And why the I don't parody the parody. Yay. She doesn't like a world beater coming in and just running right everybody. All right, moving on to number four. So, uh, Jean de, uh, he's incredible, him and Moyamba. Yes. And what's interesting about them, and this is where I'm going to kind of navigate into the the stats reference that I was talking about uh, earlier, and how you'll be pleasantly surprised, uh, I think, by it. And let me pull up those stats while we're while we're looking at this. So, um, those two guys, if you look at their just sofa score stats of their careers and the various clubs they have played for over the years. There's nothing that jumps out at you really from just, just looking at raw stats, not watching game footage and seeing how they're moving on and off the ball, how they're contributing to their teams, just looking at their stats, right? You don't look at any of that and go, Oh my God. Yeah, not really. So that tells me that this analytics department is, is really doing some deep dive, watching a lot of film probably and really analyzing these these guys play. The other th- interesting thing with the the stats is if you look at possession, passes, key passes, chances even though we were up on our on our key passes, 
it's fairly even between Nashville and Atlanta. Our XG is higher, as it should be. They had 1.17 to our 3.88. The other stats, it's fairly even, which means we just did a better job of of executing on our half. That makes me feel so much better that we didn't have to get this win because they pulled, uh, as Jennifer likes to call it, a wet spam. Um, and, and go up, <laughs> go up against, uh, West Ham. Uh, they, they played, uh, who was, who was West Ham playing against Brighton. Brighton? Um, and somehow West Ham won that game against Brighton three to Handedly. one. Yeah. Handedly. Right. Brighton had something like 600 passes. Yeah. West Ham passed the ball 112 times. That is they it. Just, they just did and it passed at sixty-eight percent, yeah. which means West Ham completed ninety-five passes and they won the game three-one. That's an interesting stat line too. We've had those games where we dominate statistically and get nothing for yes. it, or get dominated. This was even. No, that's been a that's been a large trend of ours. This was we, even we keep though. the ball forever, but we just don't do it. We didn't though. We it. just made the most of it. We and were yeah. more clinical. Yeah. Boy, that's refreshing to say. Yeah. Fucking finally, man. Finally, it's we showed some long. clinicality. I mean, and we knew what it was. We, we knew we needed to play through the middle somehow. We have to figure that out. And, and but we'll, and somehow what we figured out is how guys like like Silva, like Muyamba, um, like Saba, who please don't ask me to pronounce his last name. I don't have it yet. Um, <laughs> that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um you mean you're not how these guys here? Based on their stats, you, you would think maybe maybe not great, but they're true. They're players that, for all intents and purposes, so far what we've seen are truly suited for their positions and truly suited for what we need. And that means we aren't having to have players like Mascara or Hosetu or Sadich or insert player's name here who isn't really suited for that responsibility in that position. To look better, they're not having to pull double duty. We had a lot of serviceable backups playing a lot of heavy minutes for injury reasons last year, and then they yeah. just kind of kept playing this year. <laughs> so when we see these guys out there, they look like force multipliers because everybody else is playing better. And it's yep. not that these guys like Hosetu and, and Musker got suddenly just did something better in training, got are better players now. No, they're just better suited for their for their roles. Well, you know, it's wonderful. It, there's there's something to be said about having, you know, better talent around you. That's one of the things the other things that you guys keep pointing out about having Messi on the field is that he's going to raise the level of talent just by forcing the people around him to play better. And that's finally, I think one of the other things we're getting. You put five good players on the pitch, the other five are forced to play better. And it brings out the good the, the the technique and it brings out that um you know it they're we're forcing mascara now to fight for his position i don't think he's gonna win it but you get my point i do um I, I, it's gonna be very interesting to see because you had I, I think jack you had touched on something similar to this but like you know the chemistry part the the you know the stuff that you can't really the intangibles right because we're still seeing you know we did it better, but like, you know, they're back passing. Like, you know, I saw Tristan, you know, kick, you know, he'll, he'll pass to nowhere 
several times. Yep. He had the pass to he, you know, there's still a level of we don't know where we're all going to be anticipate anticipation on the pitch yet that is only going to get better the more time that these Nashville guys- once again continued the streak of the road team getting the, the opposing team getting the ball first and then finding a very good shot in the box within 30 seconds of the match starting as well like it happened again mm-hmm. yeah we got lucky that Abram was in the middle of and Goose had a big time save like two minutes he did. later too. shout out to Goose like shout that. out to the Tifo, uh, the brick wall, the goose brick wall. Tifo, that was a good inspiration right there. Lob Janice, yeah. by the way, that's how you Lob say Janice. it. Okay, Sab- Saba Lob Janice. I think it isn't Lob there Janice. another syllable on the end of no. that though. Lob, Lob Janice. Log jam. Log jam. I like the okay. Saba. I don't it's, want him to be a log jam. I had to look it up because it was a, there was something in the back but. of my mind. I had to learn how to pronounce one of uh, Liverpool's new. Um, Midfielders, his name is Dominic Sabajlai, and I had to look that one up. Um, but yeah, Lobjanese. Got it. Yep. No problem. I, I'm sorry, but I also really loved the the comment that I sent to Jennifer is that he's he's Georgian, okay? He landed in the right place. Okay. 100%. Okay. We've searched Moving the world, world over for our and we found black. the Georgian. To He's come to Georgia, he knew where to go. Okay, Works so well. Okay, Works so well. All right, I need help with number five because I've completely and utterly failed. I always try to be at least a little critical, find something even with good performances we that we need it. to improve on. Yeah, I, I kind of struggle with this one. We can be maybe a little bit more clinical. What do you all? Well, we, we've, we've that, touched on it. We, we've was anyone said, excited to see Brad Guzan trying to pass it out of the box again? Yeah. That was almost a flaming disaster <laughs> he, once again. He he slipped once, and another one didn't even quite make it to midfield. I was like, did you pull a hammy there, Brad? Are you okay? I am fully okay with goal. Uh, if he's going to do stuff like that, just pick it up and punt the shit out of it yeah. from now on. We have guys down there just... Let them deal with it. Don't don't you don't have to deal with it anymore. Just get it past midfield. They'll figure it out. And you've we've got a defense to do its job. It does not need to be very sketch passing. Well, we might potentially see in front of goal and more then, of that now that we have these options. Yeah. That we can do this now. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, oh, yeah. That's that was something else that you said earlier, uh, Jack, or I think Who was knows? that what I said, we're just pat we're you know, you before we didn't we would have the ball and we didn't know anything to do with it and now we have players so that when we do pass it forward there's someone there to yes. receive it too it's not just you know uh i think um it's not you dribbling the ball up and then you look and you see a wide open louisa rujo and you're like i think i have a better idea than this yeah you mean tiago just instead of just tiago not passing over, it <laughs> How many times have we seen Tiago take it straight from the top of our box all the way upfield because he was the better option to and do was that than to pass too. it? He'd be the only guy up there too sometimes right. too. Because no. well, this look is, at this look is at also the made, options. Yeah, look at the this options. This has also made Tiago better though. Tiago yes. is also already phenomenal. Look. He's not having to take on these extra responsibilities exactly. too. Like it's made Tiago, him Tiago can now shine in the areas that and he he's has, supposed to. He doesn't he have to take on to the entire team. He has players to pass to. Yes, got, exactly. He options. can push those pa- those passes in correctly. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to yeah. find yeah. something that we can do better, we can finish better because we left 
two or three goals on the table in Nashville. We in, in yep. Seattle, we left two or three on the table, you know, yep. okay. that, that, yeah, yeah poor that Gigi, abs- poor and, Gigi, man. Like they're ugh, the post, but, you know, mm. but yeah. you're getting to a time of year where goal differential couldn't matter. You're mm-hmm. getting to a time of year where, you know, those sloppy mistakes that, you know, we've gotten lucky on not be, you know, Hani not, you know, capitalizing on it or, you know, Jordan Morris hitting the post or Diaz hitting the post, you know, you need those other goals to go in. You know, and, and you want to talk about being more clinical, that would be more clinical. And, yeah. and that would be something that, you know, they cannot leave anything on the table. And it's really funny, opinion. too, because we always, you know, we keep saying that, like, you know, championship teams win the games that they need to win. And one of my positions was that championship players, you know, the strikers that are on, you know, like these the LA, LAFCs and the and this year, you know, Cincinnati and, you know, on all of the top teams, they have their top players. They have their top strikers and midfielders who finish. And normally I would be saying the Hani Mukhtars and the Rui Diaz's and the Jordan Morris's. ironically enough, in the last two games, they have not been able to finish and it's been to our advantage. But two of those that, that Gigi had, I mean, the first one, oh, I mean, it's like this, you know, it, it's just, it's so close. He, He's still putting them on frame. They're going to, some of them are going to fall. Yeah, like, some of them was, are going to be unlucky. That post one just barely didn't make it in. Like just, it, I mean, he, yeah, he it was, was barely, but like I said, and like I've been saying, and maybe it's more so because just Gigi has been doing so much better at finishing even of late than when he first started. But Joseph, I feel like last year just couldn't finish a ball. Yeah. Barry couldn't, yeah. you know, Barry this year couldn't finish a ball. Arujo, like we just, nobody could get the ball in the back of the net. They just, they we get it all the way down there. And in the final third, we got nothing, nothing clinical yep. in the final third. Yep. And we, ha- I think we're starting to have that now. And, oh, and I want to point out too. shout out to Mike uh, from last week. Um, from Atlanta United fans. From Atlanta United fans. Yes. Thank up. you. Um, he was really kind of partially half yeah. concerned about Zande Silva and whether or not his uh, mental state would be would be sorely affected by not being able to score. Not a problem anymore. And I <laughs> no, he goes out and hits hits goal it's a week. Bullet. It's yeah. a bullet. And it's and he volley. and he's like and, half and falling down as he as he's hitting it. It's just kind of, like, like you the, said, it's kind of like half behind that, him. Hit that volley, get over top of it, and just scoot it on the grass. It's, it's, just zip it on the grass. It doesn't bounce. It just yeah. zips on. And it's just slightly behind him too, at, to the point where when you look at it, he's almost falling yeah. backwards because he had to kind of go back just about a half a step to reach it and to still be able to 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 pass. There's that clinicalness to be able to pass it where he did. Oh. That was brilliant. And what and we needed a little bit of flair, okay? We've never had a guy who's been able to do a flip after after a goal. And I love it. Oh no, we um, have am oh, I for, who no, am I forgetting? No, no. Who am I forgetting? Go ahead. 2017. Jennifer, you want to take it? No, who no. Who, who did a flip in 2017? I don't remember. Uh, oh, who was our our, our oh gosh. Our Come on, Jack. Really, the really I'll, big I'll, guy. I'll, I'll, well, I want Glenn's misery to continue. The really who, who big guy? Oh yeah. He he was only with us for one season. Kenwin Jones. Kenwin Ken Jones. Jones. I didn't know Kenwin Jones did a backflip. I don't think he, he ever flipped for flip. us, did he? Yes, he did. Oh yes, he did on his that, first goal. That one goal, that one or two. He scored a couple. He scored a couple. But yeah, he was a backflipper. Oh, Kenyon. Okay, got it. I forgive me, Kenwin Jones. Yes, I don't know. I've already ordered new. I've already ordered new earrings, so they will hopefully be ready to go for the. Excellent. Uh, 
for the uh, for the the match on the sixteenth, which I'll be home for. Lovely. Finally. Great. Cool. All right. Anybody got anything else? We've been going at this for a while now. Just, yeah. just, just really. I, I don't want to say I'm like even cautiously optimistic. I'm. Uh, I'm optimistic. I wish, I wish that next week wasn't the top of the entire table because I would have loved to have played. No, you know one what? I want match. it. This I know is, you do. Winners, this is the winners test. want the ball when the game is on the line. I know that. But my this point is, a good is test. that this it's. I know, but I just would have liked one more match, maybe. But I could yeah, keep saying that. That's that's a funny thing. As I could probably keep saying that, but I would love to have one more match where, like I said, maybe where Saba starts along with no, Zande. Give me, give me with, that match with, with, right with, with now Mamba. because so, if we do it, if we are we, striking if while we, it's hot. So yeah, if we do the business on Wednesday, yeah. we can really start to put some of those concerns, some of those narratives that I I've been concerned. We all have about okay. Here's a good game. Here's two right. good games. Up. Oh, yeah, and we're, we and we're hot. And we're hot. Seven goals we can, in two games. If we can do it again it. on Wednesday in similar fashion in terms of the, the play that we see yep. and the scoreline would be great if we could do it. Yep. Um, then we can really start to talk about yep. getting hot in October yeah. to put a baseball reference to it. Well, you know? and um, you know, we talked about this at the beginning of the season, too, when we got off to a really hot start that, you know, hot starts. True don't do a whole lot for you the way that our playoffs are structured. And it really is all about momentum going into the postseason. and momentum going into the postseason can take you to a lot of really awesome places. I think these three games though, if we, if we do it on Wednesday, I know it's an if would be better than our hot start in terms of who, what we're seeing, the style of play, the players we have and how we, they seem to fit better and the quality of the opposition and the clean sheets. Yeah. I mean, when's the last time we won home and away, kept clean sheets back to back, multi goal wins? Been a while. Twenty twenty one. Maybe we did Maybe. it when Gonzo came in and took over, and we started doing a little bit better. And we, but prior to that, two thousand nineteen, eighteen. I was going to say, I think you got to go back to nineteen at minimum. I think we did do it once in in twenty one. I think one was against Orlando, and then I can't remember who. I'm the, looking who back. The I'm looking at the stimulus. I'm looking at the playoff format because I forgot it because I remember hating it so much. Round I'm of three. Re-hate, I'm rehating yeah. it again. Yeah, best <laughs> um, of a round of three. But uh, what that but it does confirm what I was gonna say is you got to peak late and uh, yeah. this format incentivizes winning and winning by a lot because there ain't no aggregate score and uh, right. there ain't no draws or any of that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so winning is ki- kind of necessary. And there's no extra time in the wild card round or the first round either. So. Uh, you gotta yeah. win early. It's back to normal. Yeah, I don't want to spend my playoffs in penalty shootouts. By the way, because yeah, yeah, I've had I, I've had enough up. penalty shootouts yes, for please. this year. Okay. Yes, please. I, I, I'm a little, a I'm a little PK'd out, so to speak. Yep. Yeah, I'm PO'd over oh. PKs. I'm 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 done with them. All right. Well, I think we're all going to be back here maybe on, on Thursday. Uh, I don't know. Jennifer's very busy uh, breeding mooses. Cat, um, you're usually busy with, with your parenting duties. Jack, you've got volleyball or some, some. Uh, th- Thursday? Yeah. I get to go to one of my favorite places uh, in, in on Earth next weekend. Buc- Ohio. <laughs> oh, my God. Nobody likes Ohio. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why do you have to go there? Why do you have to go to a music festival to go and uh, play some golf? 
Ohio has music. They know what this is. Joy, the happiness. They're, they're familiar with these yeah, concepts. Yeah, who decided that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame needed to be in Cleveland? Yeah, I know. I will say the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if you haven't been, it's dope. I'm it's sure cool. It's I'm sure it's, it's lovely. It's really cool. It's really cool. Um, and that's it. That's all Ohio has going. And that's all we have going tonight. Um, we'll be back, I think, on Thursday with some combination of us. Until then, y'all be good. We will be back. Meow. It's a very strange meow. <laughs>